based on Mourinho's track record, he can he can fix it to get them top six, top mm-hmm. four, probably right. because they're good enough. But he's not winning the league with yeah. with his team. Okay. He also has the propensity to make it get worse sometimes. That's true. That's that's a huge possibility. <laughs> right? well, yeah, trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I figured finish tenth with that asshole. Yeah, I figured I'd ask someone that's been through it. And the and the worst part is, see, as as fans of that team, I think they could probably deal with that kind of play if they're getting results. Now, see, you got to see Mourinho yeah. play in action. I'm sure it was hey, you get results, you're happy. Your team might yeah. not look great doing it, but when you're not getting results. I think it really bothers the fan because the yep. fan's like, well, what am I watching? It's not, I'm not getting results. It's not fun to watch. Not fun, yep. So, yeah. Would Any any messages to Spurs fans? <laughs> Suck it. On today's Footy Corner, I talk with co-host Brian to see why things have gone sideways for Frank Lampard and his Blues. Don't look now, but Ole has united three points out of first with a game in hand. COVID postpones two matches. Liverpool draw two against subpar teams. And Arsenal have won two in a row for the first time since the beginning of the season. Along with the typical predictions, comments, and Mount Rushmore. Next. And we are back on the footy corner. Today's co-host, Brian. Brian, thanks a lot for coming on. How's everything going? Hello, hello. Things are going great. Sorry to everyone that Arena's not here. Um, you have to suffer through me for a little while, but I'm glad suffer. to be here. What are you talking about, <laughs> mate? What is that? What's that talk? No, no self-confidence, but um, I'm happy to be here. That's what matters. That's awesome. Everything's going well. You had a good Christmas? Yeah, I think things are great. Christmas is just completely different when you have kids, mm-hmm. and it's wonderful. Like seeing, <laughs> seeing a three-year-old, almost four-year-old open presents on Christmas morning is amazing. And then you got to play with someone there twice better. too, no? Uh, well, yeah, a little bit. He got some Hot Wheel tracks, um, and Hot Wheels just never, never aren't fun. They're always fun. Oh, I agree. I saw the yep. tracks that you had set up, and I was like, oh, this brings me back to like racing Hot Wheels down the. I used to race him down the driveway, and whoever would make it further would win. And I used to do like a March Madness tournament of all the. That, yeah, cars. I, I'm. Johnny's a little too young to like comprehend doing stuff like that but i definitely wanted to i tried to do it a little bit we he got mario hot wheels and i was trying to test which one like who's the fastest and yeah fyi luigi's the fastest really huh. <laughs> not always working for the video game but in your tracks right in my tracks oh yeah who, who have you found to be fastest in actual mario kart who's your go-to? uh my go-to mario kart is yoshi mm-hmm. black yoshi now there you go yes <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Is, is that now? Is that a new character? I kind of I saw that. Well, post. you can you can do Yoshi in the new Mario Kart in any color. Well, mm-hmm. you know, like nine different colors. There's white, black, green, blah blah blah. Right. Um, and for some reason, the Hot Wheel he got was Black Yoshi. So now ah, Black okay. Yoshi is my uh, Mario Kart guy. And and also Yoshi's female. What did you you didn't know that? This I, wow! I actually I, got you on something. This this is this is uh outlandish like you bring me on this pod and you drop this on me this is <laughs> fucking news. ridiculous mate i yeah you didn't know that no yeah i just found I'm out gonna recently. google it is yoshi yeah a girl yes. is yoshi a dinosaur is the first one this says yoshi is a male but he can lay really? eggs that's wild right that's a wild I don't know. series of events are you is that wikipedia because that's not reliable this is just the first thing it's quora so it's like user submitted answers oh know. yeah and then you click on it and it's like 
do like you need a membership. I'll wait for uh, Shigeru Miyamoto to uh, to yeah. give us the real answer. So to everyone listening, just send a tweet and yeah. then forward your answers to at the footy corner too. Yeah, use hashtag Yoshi guy if you think he's a male and Yoshi girl if you think he's a female. We'll I like that. Him. Let's get. <laughs> we're not going to put a poll out. I want your hashtags. No. Hashtags, yeah, because we need to get to. We need other people to see this, and and maybe we'll put the hashtags. Um, yeah. So hashtag Yoshi guy. So hopefully the intern's getting this and hashtag Yoshi, <laughs> Yoshi girl. girl. And what is Yoshi? Big, big. Or maybe uh, he's gender neutral or it is gender neutral. Yeah. He, she, him, her. Yeah. I mean, Hey, in today's Yoshi, society, hashtag Yoshi sis. Yeah. Anything flies these days. Yeah. yeah. So I was going to say pun intended because wow. Yoshi can fly, right? No. If you got he wings, doesn't, he doesn't, if, he doesn't have the cape, if Mario has the cape. Yes. If he has the cape, well, so she can okay, fly. yeah. <laughs> this is wild. What a start we have. What the fuck are we uh, talking about? But nonetheless, a, a solid, I'm oh, glad you're here. Solid Christmas. Yep, it um, was good. And then uh, one other thing, since mm-hmm. uh, my wife, Allison, doesn't listen to the pod at all, <laughs> I ordered her a, a Peloton today. Oh, nice. Really? Yeah, so she's getting that for her birthday. Oh, that's awesome. Actually, you know, um, I think Trevor and Megan are looking yep. at them too. So yep. like, are you guys going like, to race each other? I'm, I'm not going to use it. <laughs> Why not? I'm, I'm, I might, but yeah, we haven't, I mean, she doesn't know that I ordered okay. it and like right. probably an hour after I ordered it online, she texted me. She's like, uh, Megan's getting a Peloton and mm-hmm. I just didn't respond. <laughs> it's gotta be a surprise. You've got to use it. I've heard it's actually really fun. Yeah. I, I've never yeah, done I'm it. I'm sure before. I will. I mean, I've obviously never done it before, but mm. I would if I had one. Oh well, yeah. I've heard great <laughs> things. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome. So, so Christmas time has come. New Year's is coming. We'll yeah. talk about that a little later. Um, yeah. Jump straight into that. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you how your Christmas was. Yeah, it was good. It was good, actually, with family. With fam. A lot of it, yeah. And actually, we, you know, um, we ended up watching one of those Christmas movies uh, the night before. Um, again. Just, oh, the night before? Yeah, the night before. Yeah. Um, the only <laughs> people that were up at the time were, were us and, and uh, Kaylin's dad. And he uh-huh. loved it. He loved really? it. Really? thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Although, I would, <laughs> oh, it, wow. it's, it's if you watching with parents. But yeah. you have to... You have to know know your audience, know your parents too. You know, like maybe one of them would watch it, one of them wouldn't. So yeah, I reckon you know you know laugh. who's great in that movie, or just from that movie is uh, the sister Emmanuel Shariki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know her. Yep. She's an entourage. Uh huh. Yeah, man, she's gorgeous. Yeah, that was yeah. That, I mean that that is one of those. It, it, it it's one of those that I, I wish I had, I was looking actually when we were drafting because you drafted we, we uh-huh. all drafted together. And that was one of my choices of fourth pick. Now that I've seen all these again, I'd like to redo. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, that's, that doesn't touch my top <laughs> 10. But I, yeah. I watched it actually because the po- another podcast I listened to, How Did This Get Made? Shout uh-huh. out to them. Yeah. They did a live show for that uh, movie. And, you know, they talk about it and make fun of it and stuff. And, but, yeah. but the guys on or the guys and girls on that podcast thought it was good, too. But there you go. It's no diehard. That's true. I'll give you that. Die Hard. I, we haven't seen it yet this year. We're still we're still rolling with the Christmas movie, so we'll see how. We didn't watch Die Hard yet this year either. So, so I guess that's something we'll call it a New Year's movie now. Yeah, <laughs> we're approaching the New Year. Uh, we're gonna have to do that. Yeah, play a little Trivial Pursuit. Uh, a shortcut. Nice. I love Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, so fun. Shortcut version though, because you know you're supposed to go to those pie pieces to get the pie. Yeah, pieces, not in the normal ones, but um, we're we're started a little late, so we took the shortcut version. But I'm really hoping. 
uh, tomorrow on New Year's Eve to play like the actual version. Cause I, yeah. I, you know, I know we both love trivia. So yeah, um, it's, you gotta have patient, you know, you gotta have people with patience that want to play yeah, for sure. into it. And, so yeah, that'll be good. Uh, yeah, it's been nice to not deal with work a little yes. bit here and whew, it's been great. Great. Uh, last few days with soccer on. So yeah, let's jump into that now. Absolutely. Before we get into the actual games this past week, like two days, there were games that were, postponed I, I was about to say canceled uh-huh. not canceled no um tottenham and fulham today uh so i guess yesterday for those that will listen tomorrow um and also man city and everton which is supposed mm-hmm. to be a really big big game um and a lot of people have debated now because of that because of that new strain in in the uk should we yep. put things on break should we cancel you know a two-week break and i guess it just came out and and, you know i had this in the notes i'm like let's discuss back and forth it just came out that they're they're not going to do that the premier league feels you know pretty good about things they're not going to postpone because they feel good about their protocols Uh, Mm -hmm. although people like big sam our boy friend of the pod yeah big sam uh, has said that he's old so he he wouldn't mind a break uh Right. He's been coaching for like a week and he's like, Oh fuck, I'm tired. I need <laughs> like, a break. Oh God. I, I can't do this. I'm I'm too I'm too old. Uh <laughs> he was strongly backing what they call a circuit breaker. Now again, not not project. I didn't come up with this. Um and, and then there's Ole on the other end who can't see the benefit of a break in the action. Uh uh-huh. so my question to you is what now we know it's not gonna happen. Uh what's no. your take on it before I share, you know, some of the people, some of the panel guys in the group had a side DM and they had a, some statements on it. What are your thoughts on a potential stoppage? Uh, it, I mean, money, money talks, it's not going to stop. I guess that goes without saying, but if, if you think hmm. the problem is these guys aren't these guys being all the players and all the team, there's too much to control, too much to handle. Like it's great that you're not keeping fans there, but, but a, a team um, and all their staff, you can't, you can't control all of them. There's always going to be the risk of, of everything. And it's just the level of risk that you want to take to mm-hmm. make the money basically. And at this point they're willing to take a whole lot of risk. Cause like you said, there's that new, new, more transmissible strand in, in the UK that's now made it to the U S apparently. And um, I mean, obviously we see the light at the tunnel with the vaccine and whatnot. And I just wish people would, would, just say, hey, let's pause for another couple of months until we can get the vaccine to everyone, as many people as possible, and it just gets better and better. But I'm just, I'm just talking in circles now. I'm not saying much, really. But I, long story short is, as a fan, I'm glad they're not going to stop. But intellectually, it, it seems like it's the smartest decision just, just to go on pause for two months and, and hopefully things get under control. But in today's society, that's just not reasonable. Yeah, yeah. And I, I agree with you. Like you said, the money talks. Looking at it, I mean, uh, I think the reason they were looking at it also is not only these games getting canceled, but you had Ralph Hasenhutl of Saints, I think, couldn't manage their, their previous game this week. Uh, Scott Parker of Fulham. Mm-hmm. Not that it fully matters because Fulham kind of stinks. Uh, <laughs> couldn't, it, it couldn't. matters to their fans. It matters to people. That's true. Couldn't manage a couple of weeks ago. Uh, some other takes I know that are in the in the um, chat in the footy corner chat mentioned that he would like a break as well. You know, to see that when when they come back, more chances of having the fans there. 
He thinks uh-huh. that there's a lack of energy, which I think we'll talk about here about the congested period uh, and some of the results that we're seeing. Um, but again, I'm going to play devil's advocate a bit uh, and say, well, they, they move the euros back already once. And the mm-hmm. big reason that we're trying to fit everything in is because these players who are probably going to be really tired have to play in the euros what, weeks after the season ends again, you know, maybe a yeah. month later. And so if you put that off, when are you, you know, when are you playing these games? Unless you're shortening the season to which then it becomes unfair. Well, you and I are both numbers guys. So yeah, if the team has an uneven schedule. It's, you know, I'm already cringing at the fact that NFL might have a 17th game, uh, you know, so oh God, yeah. Looking at these no, the, the of- points per game bullshit that doesn't work. Like mm-hmm. you can't do a points per game when, when, if you have a, if you do, if Arsenal plays the other top five teams and they get four points, right. and Leicester plays the bottom five teams and they get twelve points or whatever, mm-hmm. it's not it's not the same. Yeah, no. So, but but if you're if you, the problem is the the Premier League doesn't give a shit about Euros. Yeah, they, right. They only care about their league and their teams and their money. So, mm-hmm. the Euro, I mean, UEFA or UEFA might have some. I mean, they can't control the FA Mm -hmm. and and they can make suggestions and they might have to move it back again, but they're not going to, let's be honest. And, and maybe, I don't know what players um, prioritize. Are they going to prioritize euros or are they going to prioritize winning the league? That's true. It's it's interesting because a lot of them do them hand in hand, right? They, they want to get a better position on a team so they can play for their international club. Yeah. It, it's crazy. And we don't even know the right that that tournament will happen in kind because of the whole situation. Still everything's yeah. up for grabs. It's a crazy time. It, another thing with this euro, it doesn't help that you, normally the euros are like the world cup. They go to a country. Yep. Um, <laughs> and it's all hosted in one country and everything, but UEFA or UEFA had the the brilliant idea, which at the time it was of spreading. It's I don't know if it's some anniversary or whatever, but uh, Euros 2020 was all over Europe. Mm-hmm. So like London hosted games, Amsterdam, Paris, uh, I forget. I think Rome, it, just all over all over Europe is different group games, different knockout stages. So the the travel alone, like Europe, isn't that big. It's fine. It's like having a tournament in America. No big deal. Right, but. In COVID times, you're traveling to 15 different countries with different travel um, restrictions and all that. It's just a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> almost every group has a host in it. it it's wild. I mean, looking yeah. at it, some even have two hosts in a group. It's like, so where are they going to play when they play each other? But, you know, yeah. that said, you know, it's a crazy time. Uh, we'll see how it all works out. I mean, for us fans, there's a lot of soccer to watch. But, yeah. <laughs> You know, again, we'll see, uh, you know, now kind of continuing on that idea of congested fixture list. We've seen a lot of crazy results the last uh-huh. few match weeks. Uh, you know, we had two match weeks occur since the last episode. Uh, so let's kind of go, you know, instead of going result by result, I was going to say, let's talk team by team. And we're going to start with your boys. I know it's, trust me, it's, oh, it, as someone that's had a tough year coming on this pod uh-huh. after each and every <laughs> game almost. I understand this could be difficult, but it's also a way you could air out, like, you know, tell other people exactly what's going on with your side. Maybe air out some grievances, feel a little better about it. But Chelsea had a little rough go. Um, not just these last few <laughs> matches. I'd say it goes back. It's been a, a while, yeah. Um, they, in this stretch, 
they of course had the three, one loss to Arsenal and a one, one draw against Villa, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, on top of that, a few other sideways results we've talked about in the, the pot a bit, but mm-hmm. we haven't had a chance to really ask you, uh, what do you think have kind of caused things to go sideways for Chelsea the past few weeks or so? It seems like, to me, every team has had this stretch. We had this stretch with Ole and United earlier. Arsenal's was prolonged. Uh, we don't know if it'll come back <laughs> again. It's gone away briefly, and now it looks like Chelsea and, and maybe Tottenham, who we'll talk about later, are kind of dealing with stuff. Um, why, why do you think it's, you know, this is happening now? Are the fixtures getting harder or is it difficult to manage some of the players? I think the fixtures are getting harder. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at who they, who they played recently, I mean, Arsenal, granted Arsenal was in 16th place or whatever it was. It's the revolution, um, mate. They're turning it around. Yeah. 15, I'm sure they no, will. I mean, 15, <laughs> I think in 2016, after Chelsea won the title and they had Mourinho for their third year, at this point in the season, they I think they were in their definitely in the bottom of the table. That was the year they finished tenth, <clears throat> and they might have been in like fourteenth or fifteenth when they fired Jose. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they finished tenth, and then they won the league next year. So it's not all doom and gloom for Arsenal, right? Um, but in terms of Chelsea, like I, I'm I'm the type of fan that's that's kind of optimistic always always supports the lads mm-hmm. but then when it comes to individual matches i'm pessimistic pessimistic so like right. I, I turned on the arsenal match um it was like the the morning after christmas or whatever and was playing with johnny it's like oh see mm-hmm. uh you know zero zero see what, how the game's going immediately after i turned it on chelsea gave up a pen and arsenal mm-hmm. scored it and i i turned it off and didn't watch and just kind of scored watch it's like well fuck yeah um, and, and i'm gonna interrupt you real weird. quick and i, and I and I'll, I'll let you go on real quick because i had there have been debates was that a penalty or not honestly i didn't even see the replay uh-huh. after they whistled for the penalty i turned it off and then it. kept play, kept playing with johnny so okay yeah um, i got in a riff with a few people uh yeah specifically arian said it was definitely not a uh, he called tyranny a diver um Steve said that's just how they play it these days. Uh, me personally, it's one of those that I think was soft. But yeah. y- you see those plays where they get a, a piece of the player, you clip them a little bit, and, mm-hmm. and when you see something in slow motion, it could throw it off. Now, yeah, for will sure. I say it was a soft one? It was. It's one that you you like to see kind of go, but the way they've been calling things this year, it's, you know, and, and there was yeah. no fight back from and that's another thing I like to do. I just like to look at the defender and see how they react. Yeah, exactly. He's like, like, well, eh, I maybe. But if he's arguing it, like, yeah. no, 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 I didn't touch him. I didn't touch him. Right. Then right. you question it. But yeah, if he, if he if he knows he touched him and he's not arguing, then it's like, right. just give the ref the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, and to me, like I said again, I'll mention again a third time. It was soft, but. It, it, you get a piece of the guy. Don't give the ref the chance to call that. And I've said that about my team a lot this year. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to yeah. just want to no, ask no, about no. that quickly, but you were continue. You were saying, so you turned it off right after that. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of what I, what I picked up from Chelsea is, um, what, what I see on Twitter, you know, obviously if I, if, if you only look at Chelsea, Twitter and Chelsea, Instagram, things are all kind of roses, even when they lose. And, you know, I look a little bit at Reddit and stuff. Um, but kind of, kind of what, the reaction I see from Lampard was he, he felt like his players quit against Arsenal and, and just sucked. And then the draw against Aston Villa, he said, the players played really hard. We just didn't get the result. And it's just, it's just a tough game. So, you know, my, my opinion is probably kind of skewed by that. 
and you know maybe things are just starting to turn around and and the villa um villa fixture was was a tough one but we scraped a draw um yeah we sucked again against arsenal but we move on and so i don't know it, it was at the emirate and yeah um, yeah it was emirates i'm yep i always get emirates confused with uh Etihad. Etihad, yeah 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 I, I, so, I agree with you. I agree with Lampard's assessment. Actually, mm-hmm. I'll say that because um, a lot of people mentioned again that that game changed on that pen call. Uh, yeah, I, I thought that it, it was one of those games that I thought actually, hey, Arsenal played a hell of a game compared to how they've played in the past. Chelsea was outplaying that one, but again, against Villa, I did see some better stuff. Uh, before we get to Lampard, is he on the hot seat or not? Actually, you, you let me. You kind of gave me the transition to go into that game. I noticed they had different center backs. Now, I know you want to rotate uh, your team. Uh, but I saw Christians in back there again. And I'm just like, oh no! Yeah. It's probably the same feeling you get when you see Mustafi for us back there. Uh, <laughs> and I saw Christians, and I'm like, what? Like center backs, I feel like they don't need to rotate that much. I felt like he could have stuck with some of the same guys, and if he had, I think you guys would have beaten Villa because the goal that was conceded was an, a Christensen error uh, uh-huh. that I don't think Silva does. Um, and, and you know, so yeah, and he would have been in that spot, I believe. So, um, what do you think was that necessary? You think changing even the center backs? I mean, we have another huge game tomorrow or the next, I think the next day against City. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, maybe you don't need to rotate center backs as much, but still, it's a lot of fixtures. So, yeah, and you got to give these times, you got to give these players some time to play improve themselves maybe Christensen could have come on and um kept a clean sheet or whatever and and then he it just boosts his confidence and and then he's he takes over as the captain after Silva goes or something just you know give them their chances and then if they don't if they don't um produce then yank them but yeah um with with Christensen it's, it's tough he's been with the club for nine years or something since he was 15 which is insane yeah yeah like he he came like he joined their youth program along with guys like tammy abraham and hudson adoy and all that and, mm-hmm. and he always kind of you know everyone all, all the supporters and and soccer pundits they talk about the youth youth of uh, uh mason mount and abraham and hudson adoy because they're english obviously right. you know, all the pundits are english and mm-hmm. it, i've always feel kind of bad for Christensen. He always gets left out, but he's, he's been growing with the team for that long too. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you see shit like what happened against Villa and it's like, okay, well maybe it's time to move on. And then no, but no one's talking about that for Abraham. No one's like time to move on from him. So yeah, I don't know. I'm always, like I said before, I'm I'm kind of an optimist. I I always like to think that they're going to do well and they're going to improve, but I don't know. We'll see. Two two last things. One, just quickly, I guess, because he's now up there, favored with Arteta as the the next people to leave. Although I don't think either will be the next one to get no. fired. Lampard hot seat. Yes or no? No. No. Okay. I um, mean, Ch- Chelsea has a history of of cycling through managers, but mm-hmm. man, it's you have any, no, <laughs> just no. Get, no. Be patient okay. with the guy. He he's earned um, based on last season. Um, he, he's earned, he's earned some time mm-hmm. to, yeah. to turn things around. Yeah. A lot of people have cited, Hey, last year he didn't have anyone, no transfers, nothing did well. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this year, you have all these transfers, you guys have a slew of injuries, but people are complaining about 
how can he 250 million, you know, why isn't it working? But again, like you said, I think, and I've said in many other podcasts about other managers that progress is not linear, right? Yeah. There are going to be some dips. Uh, and I, I think it's, it, it's too soon, I think, to, to do this, you know, recycle through uh, yeah. a lot of managers. I think that teams could have done it too, and they didn't, they stuck in it and it worked out for some of them. So uh, we'll see there. Last thing, Timo Werner, four goals still. Are you uh, worried about that Malort? Uh, I am, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, it's not yeah. looking good. And I tweeted a couple days ago mm-hmm. that I I was correcting you. I agreed to take two shorts, two shots of Malort. Yep. Um, you guys said uh, Werner has three goals, and I corrected you. I said, no, 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 they have four. <laughs> and shortly, every one of them. <laughs> Shortly after, I'm, I'm glad I didn't say I'd take as many shots of Malort um, less than, you know, whatever goals he finished less than 12, I would take that many because, oh, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> short, shortly, after, shortly after we started talking this evening, the official Twitter account of Jepson's Malort liked that tweet <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> I just seen it right now. Yeah, like like literally like ten minutes ago, that that Malort Twitter account liked that tweet that I said I was going to have to take two shots. So so we're just going to have to send them the video, and yes. you might become famous, mate. It might show up on their their Twitter and their website. Um, oh he has, boy, he has as many goals as Kurt Zuma. I know, <laughs> but also Raheem Sterling. So you could make yeah, fun of Jeff and Riyad Mahrez. Yeah, yeah, and Mahrez, Malpe. You had a good. Actually, the players on that list are pretty good. So yeah. It's not a terrible thing. No. See what happens. Um, let's move on. To any other thing about Chelsea before we... No, no, let's move on. Let's go to the other team that, they, I mean, just because they played them. Uh, Arsenal, wow, a turn of events. They've won their... They've won two in a row now, which is the first time that's happened since the opening two games of the season, which were against Fulham and West Ham. Well, which <laughs> West Ham wasn't doing great then. So it's nice for them to come out with three, one win over Chelsea and then a one, nothing at Brighton, which has proven difficult. Well, Brighton's proven a bit difficult, but actually yeah. I think uh, there was a stat going on during that game that Brighton's only won one home game all year, <laughs> like calendar year. Oh, and it was boy. the Malpe game where he injured. Oh Malpe. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was against Arsenal. So good, good revenge game for them. Yeah. And that's exactly what it was. There's some clips going around of Leno, uh, and then Malpe looking distraught in the, in the same kind of frame. <laughs> um, so do you think two results like this would, would say that, hey, there might be a chance they've turned a corner? I'm always hesitant to overreact on, on a couple of results, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think you can. It, we'll see how they do against West Brom mm-hmm. um, in a couple of days, which they hopefully should win. Yes. Um, for you, but <laughs> for my sake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll go ahead and say, yeah, they've turned it around. I, mm-hmm. They're too good. Not they're too good. Not to start winning games. Right. I think. Yeah. I, I'm going to tend to agree with you. And I, and I asked you that because I have my own take, um, but I feel like a team that has that much talent, uh, which they do. I mean, you can sit there and, and people can make fun of them for being as low on the table as they were, but you can't deny that they have players that are, that have been good within the past year that just haven't this season. Um, and they have the talent there. So a team like that, I think they can get a couple wins that may be low on confidence that need that boost. We saw what they did when they went on FA cup run. Yeah. Um, I think these two are huge. And honestly, I was, if you remember listening to the last pot, I kind of threw the, 
Chelsea game out, Arian asked me like, what's your, you know, when can you assess if they're relegation bound, if, if Mikel uh-huh. Arteta needs to go? And I said, after the Chelsea game, the next four yeah. games. Well, that game happened. And I mean, I know it was to your, um, what, what, I guess it was negative for you, but I was just so over the moon that they, they looked good and finally won a game against a, a good team. And mm-hmm. it's been a minute. It's like, all right, let's, let's see what happens against Brighton. Cause you, know, <clears throat> you come down to earth. You know, sometimes. Well, yeah. Again, they came through there, and now I'm looking. You said West Brom, then they play Crystal Palace, then they play Newcastle. So I think those three, you mm-hmm. can pick up if you don't. You know, you can pick up six to nine points. I'd like to say nine, but in this this day's Premier League, you have no idea what the hell's going to happen. No, yeah. Um, and they're they're back. In, they're only six points behind Chelsea right now. You know, and, and yeah. Chelsea's only like six points behind the leaders or seven. You know, so it's like everyone's right in there. Um, so I think they can, and I think that we saw a few things different from them these past few games. You saw the introduction of Emil Smith-Rowe, um, and I thought he did great in a number 10 role, uh, and, and he helped the, the offense move. We saw Bukayo Saka take on more players. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, you know, a lot of times I noticed beforehand, you had some midfielders, Shakael and then he passing sideways, not, not passing into that space. And there were still those issues against Brighton, uh, but – Saka would would you know fake a pass turn and, and run. That's how they scored their goal. Um, and and I'm noticing a lot of the young guys. They're they're showing up. It's nice to see. You mentioned like the Chelsea guys. A lot of these Arsenal guys have come up together. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, Smith Rowe, Saka, and Ketia, yeah. Maitland Niles. All these guys. They're all playing now. And you might as well. So I I think they're playing well now. They're hitting the January transfer window. There's some rumors um, that that they're looking at some creative guys. And, and we'll see what those guys can add add to them. Creative, like uh, Ozil, creative, or yeah. And and you know, I honestly would be open to him coming back in the squad, but I don't yeah. think there's a way back in for him. Uh, but I heard like uh, I've heard Isco's name thrown out there. Oh, uh, which for a six month loan, I think that'd mm-hmm. be good. Would fill a hole. Uh, you've you've heard maybe in terms of permanent players, Buendia of uh, formerly of Norwich. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he led the league in creating chances. Uh, he leads the championship in creating chances. Oh, okay. Last year, he was just behind two players. He was just behind like Grealish and, and another another guy. Had a lot of guys. They've looked at him permanently, but we'll see. I mean, again, um, I think if you could add one more like Ozil type, I, I wouldn't mind him coming back. And I don't think, yeah. but yeah, I think, and I think that'll uh, add that'll open things up. I think Party coming back, a lot of people that'll help a lot. Too. Yeah, a lot of people forgot, but he's just so mobile and he takes that space that. El Nani and Shaka can't, and that yeah. Sabios kind of messes up a bit. So we'll see. I yeah. feel good about them, though. Let's say I feel infinitely better um, yep. about them. Moving into 2021. Absolutely. Uh, let's yeah. actually, the last thing I want to say before we go into the next team is you mentioned perhaps calling Arians Toilet Arsenal. <laughs> yep. You remember that? But it, yes, yes, yes. So explain it. I'll let you do it because I, I have the tweet, but I'll let you. Yeah. So. <laughs> I forget exactly why, but it, it wasn't a shot at Arsenal. I just want right. to make that clear. Right. It's yeah. because of the higher, the higher ups aren't willing to fix the toilet. Uh, yeah. I don't even remember my tweet. <laughs> I'm trying to find You're it. You're taking a shot at the Cronkies. Oh my feel? God. Yeah. They're terrible. Yeah. I, you know, I've, I've known a couple of Arsenal fans in my, in, in my life. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think any of them are a big fan of the Cronky family. Right. Right. They're yeah. They're kind of messing things up a bit. So that was pretty funny. I thought, we should come up with a name hopefully soon. You said it should be called Arsenal, not because it's shitty or anything like that, but because it should be easy to fix, but no one higher up is willing to spend the time money to fix it. 
and the supporters users suffer because of that. So that was, there you go. That was the exact quote. Uh, Let's go to another team in North London, Tottenham, the curious Uh, case of Tottenham Hotspurs. Uh, I think we've cursed people because we had Sam on. And ever since Sam came on, Tottenham has just not won. I don't think they, the past two matches drew one, one with Wolves didn't play in their match against Fulham. Are they reverting back to being Spursy? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, mate. I agree. Uh, uh, yeah, they, they lost to Leicester 2-0. Yeah. Um, then they drew, and then they didn't play against Fulham. Um, so when's their last league win? You, you probably have that. I'm sure you have the... Uh, oh, they, uh, I'm looking. They beat Stoke in the Carabao Cup. That's impressive. Yeah. Eh, we're going to put that aside. Uh, they beat Antwerp in the Europa League. No, their right. last league win was against Arsenal. Oh gosh, I shouldn't have asked that question. Yeah, that was December. That was you know, unlucky. A little over three weeks ago. Yeah, I don't have the date, but yeah, that was a little over three weeks ago. And as a guy who's a team, a fan of a team that suffered not winning from November first to December twenty sixth in the league, you know that can once it prolongs, it could it could add up. And they're given a lot of. And, and what I meant about them being Spursy is they're giving up a lot of late game tying, game winning goals. They're scoring early, but they're not yeah. attacking anymore. You know, and, and that that's back. the complete opposite of what they were doing earlier in the season. Right. They were right. scoring the late goals to win or scoring the late goals to draw. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they're, I mean, they have a game in hand, but they're, they're behind Chelsea in the table, right? Behind Aston Villa in the table who have a game in hand on them. And um, yeah, I think it's it Spurs, mate. It's Spurs <laughs> lads. It's happening, you know, without yeah. injuries. Without injury. I know. They have all their guys, mm-hmm. except for Deli Ali, who's not playing. Just Who, like yeah. Mesut Ozil. They, we should, they should form a team with all these high-priced guys that aren't playing. Creative guys. I heard he might he might be looking at Palace. My ITKs are saying that Palace might be looking at Deli Ali, which would be a very interesting loan, loan move, not full signing. I think they'll see a lot of loan moves just because coronavirus yeah. money is yeah. not there. Uh, Kane and Son, though, yeah, they just haven't clicked – and it seems like when they don't, Spurs struggle and yeah. they need someone else to step up. And you'd think maybe someone like a Bergwine could. Bale is yeah. not hurt. So yeah, well, Bale didn't do shit. He hasn't, yeah. has, has he won as a Spur yet? I, I, I don't think he has. He's not, Well, maybe one of those Europa games. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but, probably one of those. You know, you, you'd think a guy like Lucas can could step in. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, Bergwine, he he's solid, but... They, they haven't stepped up. They rely on Kane and Son. And if they don't do anything, then they're they're screwed. So do you think someone like Mourinho can fix this, or are you worried for them? Based on Mourinho's track record, he can, he can fix it to get them top six, top mm-hmm. four, probably, because right. they're good enough. But he's not winning the league with, yeah. with his team. Okay. He also has the propensity to make it get worse sometimes. That's true. That's that's a huge possibility. <laughs> right? Trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I figured finish tenth with that asshole. Yeah, I figured I'd ask someone that's been through it. And the, and the worst part is, see, as as fans of that team, I think they could probably deal with that kind of play if they're getting results. Now, see, you got to see Mourinho yeah. play in action. I'm sure it was. Hey, you get results, you're happy. Your team might yeah. not look great doing it, but when you're not getting results. I think it really bothers the fans because the yep. fans like, well, what am I watching? It's not, I'm not getting results. It's not fun to watch. Not fun. Yep. So yeah. Would any, any messages to Spurs fans? 
Suck it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, sorry about your luck, but yeah. it, it's Spurs, lads. Yeah, you've and, chosen this life. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> Let's go to a team that's a little more on the positive. Uh, Manchester United, who uh-huh. earlier in the year, Ole was firmly Olaying everything, you know? Uh, <laughs> this, crashing this, behind the yeah. league, right? Yeah. 2-2 draw this week with Leicester, which was eh. Beat Wolves 1-0. It was a late winner, but if you look at the table, again, we I feel like this has always been mentioned on the pod. Their style of play, eh. But here they are, I believe, three points off the leaders. Yep. Game in hand. Three point, yep. Second place, right? Yep. As we as we record today. Ole has them in second place. You know, at what point do we throw the eye test out that we're all talking about every week and admit, I, hey, <sighs> they're getting results? They're good. Do you expect them to contend for the title? We we have to, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the table and like all the stats and everything. I I I still just can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Like they've scored 31 goals, which is tied for second with Chelsea. Again, I don't know how Chelsea has scored for 31 <laughs> goals either. It doesn't seem more like than it. Leeds. Yeah. yeah. Um, more than yeah. Leeds is third, and Liverpool is obviously the best. And mm-hmm. but geez, how are they second? But yeah. yeah, I think you're right. We just have to throw the eye test out. Like they're just good. I know Irene comes on and says, you know, their squad is amazing. It's great. Um, they have all, all these great players, but beyond uh, Rashford and Bruno Fernandez, like the rest of them, Pogba included, are kind of replacement level top club players. Yeah. I think they have so, things to prove. Yeah. I think so too. Like uh, McTominay had uh two goals in the first six minutes or whatever, um, yeah. which is pretty impressive, but it's still, it's, it's Scott McTominay, right? <laughs> you know, and they have Harry Maguire as their center back slab head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm not a big but, Harry Maguire guy. You know, he is. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not either, um, <laughs> but they're, they're doing what they need to do. I, I don't mm-hmm. know what to say. It's just, it's just weird. Yeah. They haven't lost a league match since November 1st, which was against Jeez. Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's unbelievable. I mean, they get draws like, like we've seen that they, they don't look great, but I, I agree with you. I think this is a season you can throw the eye test out the window. Yeah. This is a season, to, yeah. right. That, that, you know, today, for instance, in a game that we'll maybe talk, we won't talk about the game, but a result we'll talk about later. Newcastle drew Liverpool after uh-huh. getting absolutely manhandled in shots and possession. It's a season that, Forget what your eyes say. You never know what's going to happen. Who's going to take their chances? I mean, Man United scored on the last kick of the game here against Wolves. Um, uh-huh. But on the other end of it, they gave a late goal up against Leicester. So yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. But Ole has firmly gotten, I think, the ship right. And, and as long as you're getting results, um, that's the thing you ask for. And you hope the style of play comes later. But, I mean. It's, this, this is like, it feels like the opposite. I think it was last year. Maybe it was mm-hmm. the year before, but I think it was last year where, like, it, this year, Ole, he crashed out of Champions League, but look at what he's, what he's doing in, in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. And last year, the year before, they were kind of down in the Premier League, but they had some run, uh, like a little mini miraculous run, um, like that um, two-legged fixture against uh, PSG where they PSG. came back and won. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like... It's so up and down roller coaster ride for Ole. Um, you know, looking at their Champions League this year, I'm like, man, they must suck. 
they can't beat like RB Leipzig and mm-hmm. they stopped against uh, PSG, like barely put up a fight. Um, they lost to freaking, what is it? Besiktas? Yeah. No, yeah, no, Basak Sahir. Yeah. Even worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, they lose to them in Champions League and then they beat Everton and they have they haven't lost in the Premier League since they lost to um Arsenal or yeah. they lost to Arsenal then they lost to that Turkish team and they've been undefeated in the Premier League and mm-hmm. they lost two more Champions League games and, and crashed out. Right. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they've they they've gotten results against other solid teams. They've drawn Leicester and City, beaten Wolves. Uh so I mean beaten even Southampton, who's you know kind of up there. Uh, yeah. So yeah, this is just one of those teams that it's, at what point, right? Do you say maybe they're in it? Maybe they're not. Yeah. Again, we could be saying a different tune again in one month. I feel like this mm-hmm. season has been that year where yep. you just say different things. Uh, a team they're chasing for that title, Liverpool, coming off two draws this week. Uh-huh. West Brom and Newcastle. Yeah, one one and zero zero. I mean, I was coming here ready to say, hey. You know, this team, we've been, I've been saying so many good things about them. They have the requisite pieces despite the injuries of people that fill in and get the job done. But these results, is it, is it a bit worrying or do you just say, you know what, tri- you know, there are a couple of bumps in the road. Every team's facing it and they'll take off again. I mean, what's your take? Do you think that'll happen or get a little concerned here? They, they've drawn these two bad teams, 14th place Newcastle and 18th mm-hmm. or 19th place West Brom. Before that, they beat Crystal Palace seven nothing. Yeah, and they beat they beat a good Spurs team two nothing. Mm-hmm. Then, but but before that, they drew Fulham. This seems oh, like yeah. the Liverpool team from three years ago, I think, where they when City won and they just couldn't win against the bottom teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're still in first place. They still have their main guys. Clap! I I'm not concerned. Liverpool's still going to win the league. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel that too. I was just wondering if there's concern. They created opportunities still clearly from these matches. Some can say you get a little unlucky, and at least they're not losing them, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, Man City did draw West Brom not too long ago. Um, yeah. So uh, let's move to them. They they did beat Newcastle two nothing. Uh, Jeff has been very vocal about their defense uh, rising. He's he's had many quotes comments on twitter got in a little spat with you uh a bit on on that but he, he well, not about his team but that. yes that's true about his team i, I do want to say this um just he wanted to answer a little bit about pep he you know we asked for his take on city not scoring he said here's why pep is a genius in this brutal season no team can go game in game out playing high-paced attacking football it's a recipe for disaster He's got the fence fixed. There's no question about that. And he's saving the high-paced attacking football for the second half. I actually don't think Aguero's been hurt as much as had been let on. He's saving him. Liverpool are going to collapse in February. They can't keep up. Injuries will drown them. So this is like Jeff's uh, Clio uh, future reading. Uh, With City's depth, they're playing the long game, and it's absolutely brilliant. This season will be regarded as Pep's master class that no one saw coming. That, that is something that uh, a fan of a team in eighth place says. <laughs> do, you, do you see them as being able, though? I mean, they've been pulling some results together, putting Jeff's uh, stuff aside. I, I don't think Pep has planned that out. 
Um, that would no. be wild. Uh, but they have slowly and surely, you know, minus that West Brom game, put a few results here together that are decent. They're winning. They're not giving up too many goals. Uh, I don't think they've yeah. lost since November 21st, also to Tottenham. I mean, just despite Jeff's nonsery and just jackassery, <laughs> I, I do like City and I, I like the way they're built. I'm not a big Pep guy, mm-hmm. uh, but he has proven results. Um, and Jeff's not wrong about their defense. They've only they've played two fewer games than mm-hmm. most everyone, but they have only given up 12 goals, right. which is most by a couple. Um, but then they're 11th in goals scored. Yeah. So again, they've, they played two fewer games, but I mean, great. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I, Feb- we'll see in February when Aguero comes quote unquote out flying and Liverpool yeah. collapse. Exactly. You can say everything you want about what, what they're planning on doing, but none of us know. Yeah. I don't think anyone knows at this point what February is going to look like. Exactly. You don't know what January is going to look like, and it's two days away. You don't even know if teams are going to play games tomorrow. <laughs> Although, like, didn't didn't Spurs game literally get canceled today? Like yeah, last like the last second. Yeah, yeah. They were not happy. Yeah. So it, it's too early to say they're playing the long game and and mm-hmm. get confident and and start talking trash <laughs> about that shit. Like, get back to me after you've played your two games in hand and and. I, I could be eating my words then and fine. City's a good team. They could, but mm-hmm. fuck, don't, don't slag someone off because you think they're going to do well in two months. Yeah. How about, how about play well now? Yeah. I don't think they've been to that standard that we know them at being yeah. the, the way they play. We've talked about a few times that it's just not been there. Uh, but again, I, I guess we'll see. He was, he was a little upset that people, I just want to mention this quickly before we go into other stuff that people were mad People were upset that City's match got canceled while other uh-huh. teams had to play because they didn't have enough players, I guess, to field the team. Other people said, well, don't they have an academy? Can't they play other guys? Um, I guess no team has had this many at one time. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he, after today's game got canceled, he goes, where's the outburst at Fulham? So what are yeah, your thoughts exactly. on that? Do you agree with him? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think so, like – um, I don't know any of the numbers or anything like, mm-hmm. you know, teams have had one or two guys out. Salah was uh, out for a little bit. Havertz has been out, but um, and I don't know how many guys city has either. I didn't look, but I mean, maybe, maybe this is the first, maybe city's game is the first of a run of games that get canceled. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously it it's trending that way with the Tottenham game. You can't just, because it's city, you can't just say, Oh, you guys have an Academy play, play extra players. You have plenty of players. You can't just say that. Right. Um, just because it's city, if it was Southampton, Southampton or whatever, mm-hmm. would they get any less, would, would they get a stick for not having enough players or whatever? Um, you just have to start the cancellation somewhere. Right. Exactly. So I, the, the people that are, saying that are just, they're just short-sighted and, and they're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> they're and dumb. and I, I, I hate, I Hot trust take. me, I hate to agree with Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. But in this case, he's right. It's the apocalypse. Uh, it's yeah. come upon us. So yeah. So we've <laughs> talked about some of the bigger sides. Um, is there any specific team that you want to briefly discuss cover? I figure we've, we, we usually cover some of the bigger sides and maybe other teams that we don't mm-hmm. get to or teams that are playing well. We tried to do here or there, but you know, today we've 
discuss some of the, like I said, the, the quote unquote big six, uh, just because just to find some direction in the games. Cause there are so many games that happened since last episode, but what team do you want to maybe talk about very briefly here? So I, I um, Everton, Everton just ah. looked great. Mm-hmm. They, they had a, a, a tough stretch there, but, um, They've won nine games, which is tied for the most. Um, and I, I love pulling out the game in hand stat, but um, if they win their game in hand, that's okay. 10 wins. The Jeff that's higher, that's, yeah, that's more than any other team. Um, <laughs> granted, United have a game in hand, Villa have two, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But still, I mean, Everton's still sitting up there. They're four points off the leader. Uh, their rival's Liverpool. And, um, yeah. I they're just having a great season and they won you love to see I, I like seeing Everton win. Yeah. They won four in a row in the league, um, which is nice. Cause they had that little three game losing streak. And we said, uh Oh, yeah. Everton back to being Everton. But I think because of the manager they have in place, because of Carlo Ancelotti and being able to plug guys here and there, and he's doing it with injured players like Allen, you know, James mm-hmm. uh, Rodriguez has been in and out. We know he doesn't do well in cold weather, uh, <laughs> but you know he's he's able to get some of the best out of you know some other players like Alex Awobi, you know, mm-hmm. who wasn't doing too much at Arsenal. Someone like a, <laughs> they played 19 year old Anthony Gordon last game. He had a good appearance against Sheffield. Um, he's throwing people like Davies and Decore. I mean, Decore has been well. I guess Davies in yeah. there. Um, I think Dini and Coleman had been out for a while, and Godfrey yep. and Holgate have been playing well. So. You know, he's able to instruct some of his players how to play certain games and just get the results that they need to get. You know, uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're beating teams by one. They're, they're just doing enough, you know, to get that result. And aside from that Leicester game, which they won by two, you know, they beat Arsenal 2-1, Sheffield 1-0, Chelsea 1-0. You know, like yep. he knows how to play the, the, the teams, the certain games, and knows what he has. So, yeah, I agree. I think they're, they're one to look out for. Uh, do you think they'll be top four at the end? Uh, it doesn't matter what I say. Yeah. Okay. So you say, a- ask me again in a month and it'll be different. <laughs> or, yeah, I agree. This season's been wild. My team to look out for Aston Villa. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, and it's not like a shock or s- surprise in terms of if you've been watching them this year, but if you were watching before quote unquote project restart, went into a long-term coma and got up now, <laughs> like what, what the hell is going on this team was uh, literally about to be relegated hey on the verge. real quick uh the new the new bingo game has project restart on it so yeah oh yeah oh bingo when's score. the new one coming out i'm just kidding i didn't oh, make it i think it needs but it would absolutely be on there project restart <laughs> mate i think we need a new bingo game are we doing it yeah okay uh we'll see. Uh, maybe i don't know yeah. if i'll have time <laughs> i know you're a busy man these days uh <laughs> yeah. especially with the other leagues the BQBL going on. You got some big stuff happening. Mm-hmm. So as football winds down, uh, we'll see. But but Villa, to me, man, I mean, yep. not just the results they're getting, the style of play, the way they've been able to hold on to Jack Grealish. Uh, you know, at, at what point do we respect them kind of as a, as a top side now, as a team that was relegation fodder last year? Mm-hmm. And at what point do we say, hey, they might be part of this, maybe not Champions League push, but European – competition push for next season uh, yeah i think it i think that point is now yeah they've proven it so far this season they ha- they have to be considered mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah i mean jeez oh, it's just wild yeah something you'd think you'd think it would be 
when it's a wild season, you would go to the consistent guys, the the consistent top six, and then you, mm-hmm. you have Leicester, Everton, and Villa at third, fourth, and fifth. Right, right. And, Man, and these guys have two in wild. hand. Back to the game in hand yep. talk. They've yep. they've got two in hand, and 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 this is why I wanted to talk about them. They've they've lost Ross Barkley, and you're like, you know, I thought, man, that was the engine. He, he and Jack Grealish really knew how to play off each other. But now our boy, who we, I mean, I kind of made fun of last year, Cristiano El Ghazi, uh-huh. uh, racking the goals, playing lights out. Um, you know, now that Adama Traore isn't scoring for Wolves, Bertrand Traore is carrying the Traore torch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's been playing well. I mean, you have guys they are just plugging in, and I think that, you know, they've had Douglas Luiz, who's been quietly one of the best defensive midfielders in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, man, they just added a few guys in the back, and, and all of a sudden, here's, here's Aston Villa. I think, and I think they're fun to watch. If people haven't seen them this year, watch them. The last thing I want to say, though, is what conditions do you think need to be met in order to secure Jack Grealish at the club, or is it almost impossible with how quality he is and maybe how his ambitions might be if you don't make Champions League. Ooh, um, it seems like if you just pay him what he wants, he'll stay. He seems like a, okay. a club loyal type of guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been with he's been with Villa for so long. You, right. you can just tell how passionate he is about being at Villa. Mm-hmm. Um, but bringing up the whole, if they make Europa League, I think there's no question he stays. Okay. Because he's getting European football. Right. Obviously, Champions League, no question at all. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're close, I mean, what? obviously, any team would take him, apart from maybe City. Yeah. But no, isn't City the one he's linked with? Yeah, they're the one he's linked to, I was going to yeah. say. So, so maybe, maybe I don't know. Um, well, Chelsea certainly isn't going to sign him. Um yeah, but I I think he just I think he'll stay. Just like mm-hmm. I said, he's he's so loyal to the club, yeah. um, and they're doing so well now that if they can get close, if they're as long as they're not relegation in a relegation battle, I think he stays. Yeah, I think as long as they're fighting for a European spot, uh, there's a very good chance I believe that he yeah. will stick it out. But man, that price is very high. They can make a lot of money. Yeah. And the way they've been making signings, they've been pretty smart about things. Uh, they, they can yeah. make a lot of money, but they they already make so much money just being mm-hmm. in the Premier League. Yeah, like every year they stay up, it, they make so much money. And yeah. if they can oh, yeah. if they can add European football, man, they they should just pay him whatever he wants. Yep. Oh yeah, that's a team that I want to see do well. Like I said, one of the neutral, maybe not high top six teams that I really like. I mean, I'll turn it, you know, yeah. often because they're so fun to watch. Uh, speaking yeah. of which, let's do our power rankings. Let's do some power rankings here because, like I said, it's an odd week. We just had many games going on, and let's kind of see where we stand on mm-hmm. how teams are the ever-changing power rankings. Let's start with the bottom three. Okay, I'm going to do top four and bottom three. Yep. Which three teams do you have relegated? And in what order, I guess? Sheffield 20th, easy. Mm-hmm. No, no discussion. He did. They're terrible. They only have two points all year. They stink. Um, yeah, West Brom. They've only they only have one win. I think they've conceded the most goals. Yeah, they mm-hmm. have. They've conceded the most goals. They're bad. Okay. Um, and then Burnley. I know they're in sixteenth. They've had some good results, or not good, but decent results. They've won four games, but they've only scored nine goals all year. That's one more than Sheffield. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can't they can't get the ball in the back of the net. It, it's not sustainable. They're, they're going to get relegated. Okay. 
All right. Um, I'm with you on Sheffield at 20. I'm yeah. putting Burnley at 19 because I just, uh-huh. I don't know. I just, I, I feel like they've won. I, that Arsenal win, <laughs> they shouldn't have gotten it. They'd be at 13 had they not won that, right? Um, yeah. But I, I just see them maybe going into a funk here in a little bit. And I would like this other team to stay up, but I have Fulham at 18. I think West Brom, because of the big Sam factor, oh, it yeah. haven't worked out well for them. Just that big Sam factor has me, but I would like to see Fulham stay. Um, yeah. You know, no, Fulham can fuck off. They can get relegated. <laughs> so, they're, no, they're not as bad as QPR, but they're, mm-hmm. their stadium is a mile away from Stamford Bridge. So Right. Off. Fair enough. But And we can also see that it's really those four and then maybe Brighton is yeah. five. Um, you know, Arsenal, I think, has gotten six points to put themselves a little out of that discussion uh-huh. for now. Um, but those <laughs> those are the five teams, I think, that really are on relegation watch this season. Yeah, um, and I think Sheffield is really the one that we can just say they're like the Norwich last year. They're done. They're they're they, like um, they're fucked. What was it Derby County that only got like seven points all year? Yeah, yeah. two thousand four or something. They're on pace to to get the least. They're gonna yeah. break that. Uh, now to the top four, which is a little more difficult. So let's just both go in order, like one and one, two and two. So you know we'll make it a little exciting for yeah. the listeners. Do we want to start at four or do you want to start at one? Because we probably have the same team at one. Let's start at one. Yeah, one one's easy. Liverpool. Just, yeah, yeah. I think one. We know with. I think Liverpool's. Well, I know they had some bad results here, but again, despite all the injuries, despite those results, they're still in first. People are going to yeah. come back. Thiago came off the bench today. Uh, yeah. I mean, what is your take on that? Same same idea. Yeah, the, they're just too good. All right. I'm interested. Who do you have in second? Uh, it gets tough after one. <laughs> it does. And and then, so Shit. do you want me to, I'll go ahead and say that yeah, you, you go know, first. My power rankings are also kind of based on form a little bit, a little bit on how things are going. I'm going to, I know that's what the table says, but I'm going to put United up there right now. I think Ole's got them playing well enough to get the results. Yeah. Um, who knows in two weeks, they might be off my top four power rankings, but yeah, I've got them in second right now. I guess since, since we talked about, since we talked about throwing out the eye test, Mm-hmm. canceling the eye test earlier. Yeah. United. I'll, I'll put United at two. Oh, there we go. So we both got United too. Uh, all right. This is where it gets a little crazy for me, man. Yep. I talked about them. I'm going to stick with Aston Villa at three. Uh, okay. They've been playing really well. They've got two games in hand. And uh, if I were, you know, I like the way I thought about it is which team do I maybe not want Arsenal? Play? Like after those two teams that I picked, who would I not want to face right now? There's my, there's your answer. Aston Villa is my number three team. Okay. I'm going to say city. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just because it's city. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're too good. Well, I've got them at four. So okay. you know, there you go. That makes sense there. Um, so who's, do you have Everton at four? No, I got to stand behind my boys, Chelsea. Oh, uh, there you go. So, so what keeps them there for you? Um, blind loyalty. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't blame you. Like I like we you heard on the pod, I was really high on them. It took a yeah. it took a long time for me. Actually it took until losing to Arsenal for them to be out of my power ranking. Yeah, yeah. But, but um No, they definitely don't deserve to be there, but fuck yeah. it. I'm Well, they have the guns. Yeah, they do. They, they the guns like, just need to get reloaded and Yeah. They I mean so, they have it. To, to go along with this, it doesn't matter where where Chelsea finishes in the standings. I'm going to be a fan of them, Jeff. Yeah. 
you want to address that? Because Jeff said that yeah. I think we were making picks because there was no podcast between the, the two match weeks. So we asked yep. the usuals to get their picks in. And he, you said you were going to do it in the morning, which I, I trust because you're an early riser. And I knew you were going to do it before nine. There's some people that I wouldn't trust at that time, myself included to some extent. Sometimes, I, you know, I get caught in the sauce. But I knew you'd do it. But you said I'll something about considering it in the morning or I'll, what did you say? Yeah. Yeah. I said, it's on my agenda for tomorrow to make yeah, picks. Agenda. Uh, and then Jeff said, my agenda should include finding a new team to support <laughs> Chelsea or RIP, <laughs> which that just set me off. Like normally I'm not going to respond to, to trolls and Jeff is trolling a little bit mm-hmm. and I'm not going to respond to trolls online. Um, <laughs> but this is one of the, one of my pet peeves is, is, people thinking that you should just choose a new team because your team is doing bad. Mm-hmm. You're not a true fan of, right. of your team or the sport. If you just mm-hmm. willy nilly choose new teams. I was, right. I was a Chelsea fan. The first year I was a Chelsea fan, they were finished third. Um, and I, I've been through this on the pod last year. I chose them cause I liked their style of play and Hazard was my favorite player. Mm-hmm. Next year they won the league. That was super exciting. Um, but I mean, I'm a new fan. I can't take too much credit, you know, for being a fan. Then the year after that, they finished 10th. I still watched pretty much every game that year. It sucked. Yeah. Um, Fire manager, just horrible run of form. All the players were miserable. It was a shitty year, but guess what? I bought two jerseys that year, two shirts that year because I'm mm-hmm. still a fan. And then the next year they won the fucking league. And that was even great, even greater than the first time they won the league when I was a fan. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I know you're in the same position as me when it comes to being a fan as, oh, as yeah. a fire fan, you're never going to give up the fire like your no. brother. No. And, and no. Jeff did bring that up. And I, I do agree. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Yep. So, so uh, on that note, if, if, and when the fire ever do well, and and win something, maybe CONCACAF Champions League or the MLS Cup or whatever. Mm-hmm. Marine has no right to party. <laughs> he has no right to celebrate or anything because right. he gave them he gave them up like a bad habit. Yeah, yeah, um, for me, yeah. To go off what you said briefly, just sorry to interrupt. It, it just it's just, it's just I can't like even if you wanted to, you've you've invest you you invest in this mm-hmm. team and like like you were mentioning, you know. Uh, the first year you followed Chelsea, you know, this happened. The second year they won the title, then yeah. they went down, then they won again, you know. But, and for you to say though, like, you know, but I, I hadn't been a fan that long, it didn't matter, but you're building, you know, you're building that equity, mm-hmm. you're building the years of, of loyalty. And each year, you know, kind of, you know, you get more invested and you're like, okay, like it gets yeah. more difficult to track to another team, to, to go elsewhere. And for me, it's just so. I don't know. There's like an inner thing that even if I announced one day, Hey, you know what? I don't like this team anymore. I just can't do it. I just, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's one of like, those things. Loyalty, you know, <laughs> what the fuck am I, if I, if I randomly, Oh, city's doing really well, I'm going to start supporting them. What the fuck am I going <laughs> to do with my, I think I have nine Chelsea jerseys now or something. <laughs> right. I just burn them because <laughs> Chelsea has lost two games in a row. Right. It's, what the fuck? And, but that's what, and that's what makes the, the, the great time so great. You know, if your team yeah, every year, you're not going to have fun. You know, yeah. like like a team like um, you know, let's we'll go cross sport. I'm sure that if and when Columbus, you know, when yeah. they have great success in hockey, Blue Jackets, by the way, so happy. Yeah, sorry, I didn't yes, say that you're going to be so happy because for me, like when the the, the Hawks when I was a kid were just so bad. Yeah, and, and into you know the high school years, and then all of a sudden, you know, they pulled up, they won. That made that 
championship more special than I'd say like when the Bulls won their sixth one, you know, it's like, (laughs) you you see what I'm saying? So it's like these times, yeah, they, they'll stink. But when that moment comes and I'm sure if ever that moment happened, especially speaking to us, like a Purdue team yeah. did something banana. Yeah. I mean, we would go as we're bananas. both wearing Purdue shirts. Yeah, on right. right now. You know, I, I'm sure that if that happened, because it doesn't, that it yeah. it makes it that much more exciting. Yeah. So if if anyone questions my loyalty, just <laughs> know that I'm a Blue Jackets fan, and I have been since the year 2000 when they mm-hmm. came. Yeah. And, and we didn't win a playoff game until 15 years later. Mm-hmm. And that's why I get so excited when they do well too. Although this year they're now in the same division as the Hawks, yeah. but, but we are terrible this year. So, oh, and he lost Kirby. Yeah. No Kirby, no Taves. Uh, uh, Taves, he, he's only out for a little bit. He'll come back. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's, well, they're saying it's a condition medical. Oh he's shit. Feeling lethargic. Like Hosa. And uh, did, he, hoping, did he catch whatever Hosa had? I'm hoping not, but it, <laughs> no, it's a little different. This one's like a lethargy thing. So they're going to run some oh. tests on him and, that's I mean, okay. hey, I love that taste. team is going to stink. Uh, they have no goalie, so we'll see. But anyway, this isn't hockey talk. Um, <laughs> so let's but, – but, but the whole idea is loyalty to the team. It's just it's yes. difficult for people to just be like, fuck it. I like this team now. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Let's run to predictions. Okay. Um, it's been Speed through them. Let me yeah. go through some of the results real quick. This is the only thing I'll, I'll share the results for. The other ones I'll just uh, – I'll have the intern post on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, but this one – I'll just say the highs and lows of week 15, week 15, week 16. I had the highest in week 15 at 15 points. And Irene had the lowest at seven. Ouch. Um, yeah. Everyone else was around 13 or 10. Three people mm-hmm. had 13. You, Steve, and Jeff. And then Nikhil had 10. Now yep. going into week 16, this was a bad, bad, mm-hmm. bad week. But again, you expect that with the tumultuous schedule that there'll be crazy results. So someone like my dumbass who picked crazy results got 14 <laughs> points. Yep. Uh, Nikhil got 12 and then you and Steve had seven. Oh, Arine had six and Jeff had four. So, Ouch. Yeah. But, but what does all this mean? Well, when you total them all up, you're still in first. So yeah, I know. 13.19 and then tied for second are myself <laughs> and Nikhil at 13. So we're right behind you. So real, real quick on that. I got seven points. Mm-hmm. And I got four points from the very first game of the week. Yes. Three points after that. Yep. Four points from one game and three points from yeah, you've struggled. eight games. <laughs> it was, well, a lot of zeros, I'll say, at the end of this week, especially this Liverpool. Um, you got actually two off of this. <laughs> so, yeah. A bit wild. Um, but it was a bit of a rough go. You are, yeah, 13.19. Are, uh, Nikhil and myself, 13. Steve and Arian have 12.53. So they're in a bundle too now. We got a little uh-huh. errors going on. And then the Canadian caboose, 11.19. That is a Yikes. score that is rough. Um, yeah. Uh, so let's go to this week's predictions for the New Year's Day and on. Some games on mm-hmm. the second as well. I think there are only actually two New Year's Day games. And then we got games on the second and maybe the third. So it's like spread out there. Luckily they're not at like 9am, which is weird because this is the year that finally, I, I, I mean, people, not as many people can go out and get wasted yeah. <laughs> and wake up to see the games. But here we sit now at the games are, I think 1130 central and two, two o'clock. So for you, 1230 and three, 
Wow. Later games. Yeah. I'll never forget. I want to mention before you end it, waking up. I don't know if you remember that scorpion kick that Drew scored, the maximum look. Uh-huh. Uh, I was, it was a New Year's Day goal. I'll never forget. Yeah. I remember waking up, barely turning it on, just being so hungover. <laughs> what? That was wild. Um, anyway, uh, Everton hosting West Ham. We don't know if this game will even happen. True. Yeah. Right. Because although it was City that had the outbreak, so maybe it will happen. Okay. Take that back. Probably will happen. I got Everton one, West Ham one, Calvert Lewin, because I have no idea who's going to play or start. Yeah, it's a crapshoot on on any of these goal scorers. I have Everton two, West Ham one, Richarlison. Yeah, I kind of like your pick now. Now that I think about the fact that Everton is rested and maybe oh yeah with COVID, so I didn't put that much thought into it. Which uh, I just thought about it now. All, um, my, all my picks are pretty standard. I don't. I didn't pick any wild. Picks, yeah. which I mean, it's probably well. I do have one. We'll get to it. But yeah. Well, here's well, here's my wild one. I guess. Yeah. Man, you won Villa two. I like Ollie Watkins. Okay. I, I test fails this week. I have uh, similar United two Villa two, and I have Bruno scoring. All right. Oh, that's a good shout. Penalty. Yeah. Um, Tottenham and Leeds. This could be a fun one. You have yeah. one team that's Uber attack. One team that's Uber parking buses. Um. I got Tottenham two. I think they'll catch him out twice. And I think Leeds will get one. I got Harry Kane. Yeah. I have Tottenham three leads two, and a uh, son scoring. Just All right. There we go. It's a good score for Spurs. It's a good shout for the counterattack. Yeah. Uh, Palace and Sheffield. I, I'd imagine no one's going to watch this game. No, uh, <laughs> no interest. <laughs> got Palace one Sheffield nil Wilfried Zaha. I have the exact same thing. <laughs> I mean, what what other scoreline aside from maybe zero zero can happen here? I almost did zero zero. <laughs> that was the only <laughs> other thing I was going to do. It was close for me, and I was like, ah, maybe I'll give Zaha. Watch it be like five to three or something. <laughs> that'd be that'd be, but mate, if it ends up being exactly five to three, I will yeah. do two shots of Malort next episode. Not do it with me when I have to do oh, it. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'll wait for the end of the season. That way, if you have to yeah. do it, I'll do it with you. If not. We'll find other bets for you to drink more too. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brighton Wolves. Okay, sorry. This is my crazy result. I got Brighton yeah. two, Wolves one. Danny Welbeck. Ooh, I have Brighton one, Wolves one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pascal Gross. All right. I have no uh, idea if he's injured or anything, but he's one he, of the few guys on Brighton I know. He's good. He's good to go. He wasn't injured last I checked. They had yeah. a bunch of strikers on the bench against Arsenal, which was wild. Uh, speaking of Arsenal, they're at West Brom. I've got West Brom nil, Arsenal two. I'm, I should be careful of doing this because who knows if, when they'll screw up. I think Lacazette's been feeling it lately, so I've yep. got him scoring. I have West Brom one, Arsenal two, Lacazette. Mm-hmm. There we go. Uh, Burnley, Fulham. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know what to expect in this game. I, again, another one. I don't think people are going to be rushing nope. to their TVs. Don't care about it. <laughs> I've got Burnley one, Fulham one, and I picked Cordova Reed. It's like pick out of a hat. I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> um, I Even though I had Burnley in my um bottom three for some reason i picked them one nil um with okay. wood scoring there you go i, I thought I about just, wood i i didn't give a fuck i'm yeah. counting on zero points for this one that game is so shit i'm not gonna watch it i'm not gonna look at the score i don't give a fuck i i thought about wood though you know yeah well, the, the player not anyway uh newcastle, <laughs> newcastle lester i don't know this game's gonna be bananas in my opinion i got two two but jamie vardy's one I have Newcastle one, Leicester three. I agree it's going to be bananas. And I have Barnes scoring because he's been on a bit of a tear lately. Two-face. I like it. Yep. Harvey. Chelsea and Man City. I really, really wanted to put one, one actually, but I've put one, two in favor of Uh City. 
because uh, I know how it is when a team's not in tune. But again, I'm hoping that you guys get a result. But I've got one two Sterling. Oh yeah, I have Chelsea two City nil. Pulisic scoring. Look at that. Look at yes. That. Do you think confidence. City scoring woes continue. Yes. Okay. City sucks. All right. There you go. There's the line. And I'm I'm fully prepared to be a hundred percent wrong. Hey, you never know. I and everyone else thought Chelsea would house Arsenal, right? Yep. Everyone picked two or three nothing. So yep. it could be the opposite on this one. You never know. Uh, South uh, Liverpool facing their academy, Southampton. <laughs> uh, you know, Southampton, we always say, oh, we should be high on them. They've actually done well. But I have them zero, Liverpool two, and Salah. Uh, I have one, three, Liverpool, uh, Mane scoring. All right, there you go. So there are the picks. Everyone else, remember to get your picks in at the footy corner two. Um, and we'll, we'll have the intern remind everyone the same way. It was pretty successful this past week. Everyone got their picks in one way or another. So, yep. And the, oh yeah, I guess I probably should tweet it to the intern. So he knows. Yeah. Or even if not, um, what I'd done is I listen. If you, if you get busy, I know it's a busy time. I just listen. Uh, yeah. The intern listens and tells me what happened. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so there were a few comments I just wanted to talk about that. I wasn't able to integrate really some transfer, you know, there are a lot of transfer talk going on. Uh, a player you're very familiar with, Diego Costa. Uh, uh-huh. You know, Steve brought this up. Actually, I want to give a credit and shout out to Steve. Um, brought this one up that he had his contract terminated with Atletico Madrid. It's done. Yep. They parted ways. I don't know what happened, but not feeling it. Um, there was a transfer that said Diego Costa to, to Arsenal. Um, oh my God. This, this, this was, I will say this, this was written on, there's a day apparently that's like the April fools of Spain. Oh, okay. So I'm hearing from other sources, this was written there, but don't discount Diego Costa going to the premier league. My inner sources, my ITKs, which you know are generally pretty decent. Um, as of last look, which was earlier this morning, 12 hours ago, were heavy on perhaps Tottenham, Wolves is a heavy one that I'm thinking. And Everton. Uh, I just don't see the fit in Everton. I think they have Richarlison. No. They have Calvert-Lewin. I don't know if I see the fit in Tottenham because I don't know if he wants to play second fiddle. I think Wolves. With, Wolves is a good shout. With the Portuguese players they have. He's Brazilian. Uh-huh. But, you know, they speak Portuguese. Yep. And the opening they have at striker that's glaring right now. Yep. I, I don't that know, That would be man. scary. That would be scary. I think that would be an interesting shout. Uh, do you think he'd still have it? He, he, yeah. Um, for a team like Wolves, yeah. Okay. I think Not so. Like I mean, as a as an Arsenal fan who's been burned by over 30 former former Chelsea players, I'm going to pass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. Um, so. I, he, he definitely has his place. He, he, he should be playing somewhere. Maybe he'll go to China or something, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and make all the money over there. But, man, I love Diego Casa when he was on Chelsea. Just right. mainly, I mean, he had, he had his ups and downs, and but I loved that every other team hated him. Yep, it's always yeah. great to have a player like that. Oh, yeah. um, so if he went to Spurs, he would immediately be uh, enemy number one. You know, I'll tell but you I, what, I can't see him going to Spurs. Yeah. I don't think like maybe he might like Mourinho from his time here, but maybe that time soured when Mourinho sucked. Um, he seemed to really hate Spurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one so. I don't see. I don't see Spurs. I don't see Arsenal. 
Um, I see wolves. I think wolves. Yeah, great that'd fit, be great. That'd be fun. It would. I, I think, I, think I would like that. Yeah. It, it just gave me an idea of Mount future Mount Rushmore of uh-huh. players you love to have, but hate to face. Yeah. That would be an awesome. Not, not just soccer. Yeah. All sports. Yep. And I won't say any, cause I already have immediately like four people on the top. Of I, I thought of a couple, um, <laughs> A couple. I just thought of another college basketball player yep. from a couple of years ago. I've got I've got two college basketball players on the mind. One from Ohio State. <laughs> yes, the rosy red cheeks. Little yes, fuck. it is. Yes, it is. I can't even remember his name, but Aaron yeah. Kraft. Aaron. Oh my God. Kraft. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly. Uh, Chris Kramer came to mind. Chris <laughs> Kramer. Yep. Played for absolutely. Other teams just like fuck this guy. Yeah. Uh, so we're spoiling and, picks there. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but I think yeah. that'd be a fun one. I think that'd be a fun one that if we get you know, another two or even a three man crew. If we get an yeah. to join us and we do a three person go around, uh, that'd be fun. Um, so yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, so one more thing, Steve shared this with us cause we've gone over some of the other things, especially yours and Jeff's tiffs, so to speak. Uh-huh. I guess. Um, but Steve shared something about, um, Ronaldo, uh, apparently, and you, and we know he's paid handsome, you know, in the league, but he makes more money on Instagram that he does playing soccer for Juventus. Are you serious? Uh, so the so the official numbers are this. According to Hopper HQ, a study, which I'd assume they're somewhat reputable, um, it was published <laughs> on Buzz Bingo, which made me a little less <laughs> yeah. reliable on it. But he has taken home $47.8 million on paid Instagram posts alone over the past year, just one year. Uh, whereas at Juventus, he's making thirty-four million, according to Goal.com. Jesus Christ, which is fourteen point seven million less than what he earns on his book. I mean, shit, he what? he has two hundred and forty-nine million followers on Instagram. Unreal. So, if if he does like, I, I don't know any of the numbers, but like hypothetically, if he does an ad, mm-hmm. like a a paid ad for some company, where let's say he gets paid. Uh, a penny for every follower or something, or if he gets paid 50 cents for every like that that post gets. Mm -hmm. So he, he did this something for um, his latest post on Instagram that I'm looking at from eight Uh hours ago um, for his fucking uh, fragrance has (laughs) 2.5 million likes. So if he gets paid 50 cents for every like that that post gets, Unreal. That's that's one one point two five million dollars from that one post. Yep, he is cheesing. In so, that picture. or or if you get if you get a cent per follower on an ad or something. Yep, that's two and a half million dollars for every paid post. So it, it doesn't surprise me that he makes that money. That is it's unreal. I mean, it's ridiculous. He he's eclipsed uh, celebrities such as Kylie Jenner, Selena Gomez, and you might know this one better than I. Emily Redditkowski. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I've heard the name. Okay, yeah. No, she, uh, he makes yeah, about, she's a model. Yeah, he makes about 975000 per ad, advertised post. So even under Jesus. a cent per like, he's getting getting a lot of money that I'm sure we'd all love to post on Instagram for that much money. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so that was pretty crazy. I thought that was some interesting stuff. Crazy world we live in. Uh, but yeah, uh, speaking of which now, uh, I, will, I do want to bring up real quick before we do our own Mount Rushmore. We didn't do one last episode. Um, I did want to bring up player of the week because it was player for 
match week 14 player of the week. Do want to give the credit shout out Anwar El Ghazi. Um, uh-huh. I believe he had a uh, two or three goals that week. 52% of the votes went his way. 26 went to Scott McTominay when he went prime Messi. <laughs> Bruno had 13% from, you know, nine. You had a write in Tiago. Yep. I didn't vote for, I didn't vote on the poll. Yeah. You had the write in. And then, uh, Jeff had a Ruben Diaz well. write in. So <laughs> credit to those guys for getting a vote. Um, so that was there. Uh, also, I wanted to share a, a tweet by uh, Barstool Sam. Timo Werner is the Peter North of not finishing. That's wild. Uh, Wait, doesn't that mean he? I mean, I don't. Not I've never finish. seen Peter North videos, but doesn't isn't he known <laughs> for finishing? I think so. So if he's the Peter North of not finishing, does that mean like he's really good at not finishing, whereas Peter North is really good at finishing? So it's, a, it's a stretch. That, that analogy is a stretch. Same. The wording was a bit odd. I, yeah, that's true. I also do want to share announce of the week results before it gets pretty late. We don't have a new one this week. Uh, we'll run another one next week just because things need to happen. But Memo Ochoa took 50% of the vote. Good. Uh, yeah, for being – I mean, and I agree. You did mention something about putting hashtags on it. Uh, yeah. I do agree. The, the, the question I have is, though – what type of hashtags do you think we're going to be able to, like, how do, can we draw people in? Do we put, like, the rivals of these people? So, like, would I yeah. put, like, U.S. fan, like, U.S. MNT and, like... Yeah, that'd be good, yeah. Okay. Or, or the team itself or... Uh-huh. Yeah, because Dwayne Haskins, uh, 33%, <laughs> yeah. so I could put some Redskins, or, sorry, WFT fans. Oh, yeah, don't get canceled. Oh, it's canceled. <laughs> you just said it. Um, Morata, 17%. I'm sure you have some thoughts. He was all right. Okay. Uh, I like his celebration. Yeah, there you go. Lovren <laughs> had zero. Um, so with all those results kind of in, we're going to head to the, the end of this show, which will leave off on a Mount Rushmore. And seeing that this is the last episode of 2020, I know a lot of podcasts have already released their year-end episode. So you all get a fresh one on New Year's Eve that you can listen to, you know, getting ready for the, the big night that you're going to spend inside. Or the morning that you're hung over on New Year's Day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's do the Mount Rushmore of 2020, right? We, I mean, yep. hey, it's been an interesting year. Uh, but, hey, now, what we pick is not necessarily all good, right? Not all good things. It, it just doesn't me. have to be, yeah. It's just whatever was 2020. You know, you, you say 2020, it's up to you. My, it could be my, mine of. is the – my pick's – just spoiler alert are the best of 2020. Like my favorite parts of 2020. Oh, mine are just what 2020 can be characterized. Oh, oh, I thought we were doing best of 2020. Either way. Um, okay. So vote for me. Best so you're of probably going to win because you're positive. You're vibes. Positive. Mine yeah. will be like <laughs> bad, bad things. Cause there, there are too many great things on this. Well, there are a couple. Um, and I, I am going to stump, stump for people to vote. I'm going to campaign. Vote that's okay. Me. I want to, uh, I'll allow it. Um, vote for Ashton if you like his picks but vote for me <laughs> if you don't so for the Mount Rushmore of 2020 as you can see people can take it different ways uh, do you want to go first or second I don't think I'll we're you, overlaps uh, I'll let you go first <laughs> I want to see oh no what, what kind of disaster picks you have here alright <laughs> I'm going to start with um, you know what I have – I thought you were going to pick first, so I had a good rebuttal <laughs> to what you might say. 
you know, I'm, 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 I'm living go in your with, head rent free, mate. Yeah, I know you are. I'm going to go with, and this might be on your list too, because this one just was so 2020 to me. It could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. I think it was, and it's what we're on now. I think it's the year of Zoom. Yep, so, I had that on my list. Yep. Yeah, Zoom is my, you know, I had two debating picks, but I, I chose to be positive here for the first one. The rest, I can't do uh-huh. anything. Okay. But to me, it was, yeah, I mean, like, not many people knew what Zoom was coming into the year. And now we have classes, graduations, yep. friend meetups, birthdays, uh, Christmas, Thanksgiving, yep. holidays, just all being spent on Zoom. And it's been really clutch. I think it's come through for a lot of people, especially when you can't go out and do things. You have to be isolated. And I think it's been actually yep. a good boost for people's mental health. So um, I agree. Yeah, Zoom was great. You know, we've in previous years, like we'd see each other once or twice a year or something. And, mm-hmm. and you know, we run a couple of text groups together and whatnot, and we'd chat there. But um, we've seen each other more this year than we've, we've seen each other since college, just That's because true. of Zoom, you know? That's true. It's great. And, yeah. And we've been able to do activities together, like those group chats that you like yep. joke around, you make fun of shit that happens. But here we're like playing games. Yeah. Doing uh, trivia. Yeah. You get to see people's families, you see significant others. Yeah, um, that you don't see in group texts, like right. So yeah, exactly. I, I think it's yep, been good great. pick, good pick. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, and uh, yeah. From here on out, you're probably gonna have better ones. So yeah, uh, you're up for two. Um, so mine kind of lean towards pop culture, entertainment type stuff, but I'll, I'll sure. start one that's not like that. Oh, okay. Um, and that's Trump losing. Yes, <laughs> I had yep. election. I had that one. Yep. yep. It, I mean, sure, great. Um, Biden won. I don't. Any anyone but Trump was was all I cared about. So <laughs> Trump losing was the best that. part of the year. Yeah, that, that might Trump. have clinched it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any more any more needs to be said or any more attention needs to be paid to that um, nope. orange buffoon. Yeah, um, wanker. Okay, so my second pick. Whew, there's some really good ones. Uh, I'm gonna say the last dance. Oh yes. So that's that a, was like a really good yeah, one. That was like everyone started go, getting into quarantine. Mm-hmm. It was like the the one thing that everyone seemed to be watching. Yeah, and everyone was talking about for like two months at the beginning of quarantine. Mm-hmm. So, and it was I like great. That. I really like that pick. Yep. Um, you know, for my next two, I'll go. I'll go two ways with this. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with disaster. I'm I'm gonna have to, even though it started in 2019, it hit us in 2020. I gotta go coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was gonna be my number one pick, but I was like, let's start off on a better note, and then maybe you'll take it and lose. But I'll I'll take it <laughs> no, here. Fuck that. Yeah, it's been, I'm, I'm it's keeping been, it best of. That's good. That's good. that's that's good of you. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm gonna go with coronavirus. Yeah. It's been so prevalent in all the decisions and all the things that we've had to it's, make it's this the year. Biggest. It's. 2020 will be known as the year of coronavirus. Exactly. So in terms of most important things for the year, coronavirus uh, is number one with the bullet, but yeah, and definitely it, not something that can be considered best of 2020. Right. And it canceled everything. Yep. It canceled everything. Um, so yeah, I, I, I've put that up there and I'm going to also, so I'm going to go, this route is also, I mean, it's not pop culture, but it's culture stuff. Um, I'm going to say it's the year of Dr. Fauci. Nice. Big oh, Dr. That's a Fauci year. Um, yep. Related to 
COVID, but yes, yeah. that's, that's uh, he, Dr. Fauci's. No one's ever heard of him or heard of uh, um, what is his what's the scientific position name he has? I'm not uh, sure, I should know because I picked him. He's not a virologist. Um, while you look into that, I he just graced our televisions, told us what to do, along with other doctors, obviously. Uh-huh. But he was the front, one of the front people in it. And he was the one that, you know, Trump came on and then he came on. And then you listen to yep. him. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, forget uh, everything you heard for the last 10 minutes. Right. There's Dr. Fauci. He's, he's a physician and immunologist. Immunologist. There you go. I, I don't think I would have come up with that, but yeah. Yeah. Big Dr. Okay. Fauci guy. Fauci, yeah, he's right. great. So, 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 who do you have for your, or what do you have for your last two picks? Num- number three, I'm going to do playoff bubbles. Oh yeah, I, like I just that. thought. I mean, obviously, it was a symptom of can you know postponing the seasons, but um, NHL and NBA just they're just so entertaining, having games constantly in the bubbles. You, they went out, went off without a hitch. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think any COVID cases in either of the bubbles maybe one or two and then they got dealt with immediately. Um, and it was just, it was just so fun to have sports back. Yep. Um, you knew they were being safe and um, it was just kind of a different level. Sure. They were playing without fans, but it, it was just the whole bubble experience was really cool. I have that shirt that says, let's play bubble hockey. Yes. I, and it was, it was great to have back after, I mean, three months, no sports. I, I was saying today, how did I live through that? What happened? You know, so we had some of the good things like you put here, the last dance, there were some good things yep. going on between it, but when it came back, Oh, beautiful stuff. Yeah. And, and now I'm regretting the last dance. I feel like that, that wasn't the thing that brought me the most joy, but whatever. Oh, I liked it. Um, yeah, it, it, it was great. And it was kind Very of a nice. pop culture moment. So, um, now I'm for my fourth pick. I'm, I have three things that I really want to pick. So, I have to at least mention them in, on also round, yeah. also yeah. rands. Um, <laughs> so for my actual pick, I will say Schitt's Creek winning all of the Emmys. Okay. Schitt's Creek sweeping Emmys. Yeah, because that's never been done before in the history of the Emmys. Schitt's Creek was was an underground show. No one knew about it. Um, that's you true. Know, you were one of the first. I, yep. And I have to give credit to Allison's parents for introducing us and then I like to take credit for introducing most of my friends, including friends group, Caitlin, yeah. um, to watching the show. And it was, that was a couple of years ago. And I think last year it got like one or two Emmy noms, maybe for, um, for the main guy, um, Johnny Rose, mm-hmm. I can't think, uh, Eugene Levy, Eugene Levy. Um, yeah. yeah like it, it got some like kind of, uh, um, cursory nominations, you know, like, Oh yeah, this show has been coming up. It's it's been on for a while. Let's let's give it a nomination. And then this year, got nominated for every category, and it won every category, and it was just amazing. Yeah, and it was well deserved too. Shout out! You said it in 2016 is when we actually first won. really. Yeah, when you How told you- us, <laughs> and that was the very early days of it. Very yes. early. Days. So you told us right away. We went watching it a lot quicker than we've gotten to watching Ted Lasso. But I promise that day's coming. That day's yes. coming. It's yeah. coming. Okay. Um, okay. And I guess I'll give my pick before we give the honorable mentions. Um, my last one, uh, there are so many wildly bad things, but I'm going to comedic moments here and I'm going to put that, uh, Rudy Giuliani was exposed. (laughs) Uh, so especially the, uh, um, 
fucking uh, landscaping, the Four yeah. Seasons landscaping. Four oh Seasons God. landscaping had his hands down his pants in Borat <laughs> and the sweating hair dye. I mean, it was a triple yes. threat. Just Rudy Giuliani getting exposed is, you know, and it's it's wild because he went from, he was somewhat of a hero back in like 2001. Yep. He was the mayor of America from yeah. 9-11. Yeah, to being an absolute clown Just show. Wild, yeah. Uh, to being a pedo slash <laughs> not being able to put his hair dye slash not being able to make the a call to the correct place um yeah and, and and then defending trump through like these election results oh my um, god yeah just unreal stuff so rudy giuliani being exposed is just an electric factory yeah um, hilarious let me hear your honorable mentions because i have a ton as well yep all of them um bad but what <laughs> one of them was um, early on in the quarantine pandemic stuff was um, that YouTube show that John Krasinski did called mm-hmm. some good news. Oh yeah. It was uh-huh. always fun and, and yeah. touching to watch. We'd watch it every week and it would get dusty. That was fun. Good, good, um, good Positive vibes getting yeah. thrown into the world when we needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is uh, Mandalorian. Yep. Star Wars show. Um, yeah. Obviously season two, but man, this season was just fucking great for casual fans that don't know aren't deep into star Wars, but for me and my wife who are huge star Wars fans, we just loved all the new characters added and the story was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last one I had on my list that I think is close to your heart. Cause we made a big deal of it. It's hard to even remember this was 2020, but parasite winning best picture. Yes. All the other Oscars that won. What an amazing moment that was. That was great. Cause <laughs> it was just like normally there's just like the Oscar bait movies mm-hmm. that you just expect to win. Like um, the movie that won two or three years ago, the green book or whatever. Yep. And you didn't, you didn't expect a movie like parasite to win. And then it just won all of them. And um, boom. Uh, what is it? Bong, Bong Joon, who? Yes. Joon Ho. Yes. Bong. Um, he guy. was just hilarious in all his victory speeches. What oh man. That's great. Factory. Yep. I was, I'm a big bong guy. Uh, yeah, big bong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a moment that was. I forgot that was this year. Yeah, I know. Right. Oh, I had a lot of bad stuff. Um, so, yeah. um, I, well, not bad. It mixed in, uh, Australian bushfires. Oh yeah. Uh, killer hornets. <laughs> yeah. For a brief moment. Murder, murder hornets. Murder yeah. hornets. That's what it was. Um, let's see. No, no, we're bad. We had, I had stimulus check. Uh-huh. Um, I did have the uh, protests. To, to oh yeah, Black Lives Matter. So there's yep. a lot of there's a that was a big 2020 thing. Um, yeah, and hopefully it, it continues and, and things get better on that front. Uh, yeah, that's something you don't want to see fade away. You want to see people. I think push. I think having someone having a president that isn't openly racist will mm-hmm. definitely start to help. Yeah, and that hopefully does does do that. You did mention the bubble sports, um, which was the good news. The sad part for me was March Madness getting canceled. Yeah. No March Madness. Sadness. Yeah, March was, Sadness. That was, yeah. That was um, just wild. Just kind of looking back on like that, that day. I, I, it was March like 21st or something. I don't know the exact day. Mm-hmm. I should, but it was like, it's like domino effect. Like NBA season got canceled. March Madness got canceled. Maybe the next day. Yeah. I found out Tom Hanks had coronavirus mm-hmm. and it was just like, Everything all at once. The hockey season got canceled. It was all of a sudden like, holy shit, this is real. Our lives are 
fucked now. Yep. Everything's going to change. I think, and I don't mean that maybe it was the 12th or 13th actually. I thought um, it was a bit later than that, but you could be right. The only reason I say this is because I was giving an exam before spring break and the conference okay. tournaments were on for the NCAAs and some oh, games just got right. stopped yep. in the middle. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I forget what conference it was, but yeah, it was in the middle. It was a game at halftime. Uh, yeah, you're right. Maybe it was the Marshall. 12th. So maybe you're thinking 21st, 12th. It was one of those days. It was a Thursday. I March 11th was when the NBA season got canceled. Okay. So it was the 11th, not the 12th. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I was giving an exam and then I, I, you know, being a big college basketball fan, I, I was giving the exam and then I went on this, on my computer and I wasn't creating solutions for the exam. I was trying to look up the conference tournament scores, see, ah, oh, here's what's going to happen. You know, who's getting in, who's not. And then one thing yeah. after another, yeah. canceled. And I'm like, Oh shit. If we don't have March Madness, I might die. And I'm here alive, <laughs> luckily. So that didn't happen, but that was scary. scary. Yeah, March 11th, I think, was was the day that everything turned to hell. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. What, what, a, what a wild Andy time. Andy Robertson's birthday, by the way. Andy Robertson, really? Liverpool left back. Shout out Andy Robertson. Hopefully this year's <laughs> a better birthday for you. <laughs> eh, maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so before we end off... Um, what are your big plans for, I mean, I guess not big, not many. Yeah, big plans. You don't have big plans? plans on new year's Eve when you have a four year old and a one year old. Right. And in the middle of the um, pandemic. Yeah, exactly. So we are going was, over to our, our friend's house who've kind of been our, uh, bubble, bubble buddies. Yeah. Bubble buddies. Exactly. <laughs> so we're, we're going over there. Johnny's best friend, mm-hmm. um, Joey is five days older than Johnny. Um, so That's they'll awesome. have a fun time play. Hopefully they will go to sleep. At some point, so we can, the adults can have some, play some fun games or something. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, they're not, they're not great at uh, following directions. <laughs> yeah. How about you? How about you guys? So kind of similar. We're going to be hanging out with our, our bubble buddies, which you're very familiar with. Um, yep. Trevor and Megan, they're going to be yep. coming here uh, and we will have a child over. There will be Connor. Yep. We'll be here. Connor. Shout um, out Connor. Yeah. Shout out Con man. Uh, but we've usually gone there. So this time we figured let us invite them over cause yeah. we go there a bunch, but yeah, they've been our bubble buddies and, uh, the plan is to just, uh, hang out, maybe play a little trivial pursuit. Um, That'll enjoy some good apps. I'm, I'm yep. planning on making a few good appetizers. We'll see how they turn out. Uh, and then we'll go from there and, 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 you know, we don't know. We, we're just gonna, we usually just hang out and shoot the shit, drink, yep. um, talk and, and then connor just kind of runs around and does his own thing so we don't, oh, yeah. really, we don't get too bothered <laughs> we, we are able to like well, for the most part play we might have to play trivial pursuit when he sleeps but yeah for the most that, part, that young he should he should go down pretty easy yeah oh yeah yeah so that's yeah that's true so yeah that'll be that it'll be yeah. uh, great hopefully we can all ring in a, a great year i want to uh wish the listeners a, a happy healthy safe yep fun exciting new year hopefully it's uh, an optimistic much more optimistic than this past year and and i know that all that's going to happen is the day changes I, I, yep, you know but, exactly but with you know with the idea of the new year brings new thoughts new hope your new outlook your outlook on life can change mm-hmm. um and hopefully it does for for a lot of people and yeah. um just things are things can start to look up if if you let them uh you know believe in yourself Mm-hmm. leaving the ball oh, yeah. um be yourself <laughs> yeah and, and that's what this offense does 
this off time, a little bit from work, hopefully, yep. you know, you get to reflect, think, and yeah, I hope everyone has an awesome new year. And from the footy corner, uh, happy new year to everyone. Brian, yep. happy new year to, to you. And hopefully it's another great year. It's been a great year um, having the footy corner around and hopefully it's another year of great content. And yeah. uh, last thing I have to say is be nice to someone tomorrow. Yes. I love it. That's, that's the, I love that. Brian's new uh, line. Yeah. Just be nice to someone. Be positive. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. Uh, yeah. So I agree on that note with the content too. Hopefully we can spit out some good stuff. You can see here, um, top listeners have become top co-hosts. Uh, thanks for so the yeah. opportunity. Hopefully people don't, uh, care too much about my <laughs> wild ramblings. I'm not quite as controversial as Irene sometimes, but no, we've all got our taste. Sure, I'm, I'm sure, sure I'm ready to see some of the responses, uh, but yeah. Come at uh, me, come at me on Twitter guys at BDM six, nine, eight, five. There you go. Or Come at even, me, I'll block you. Or, or if he blocks you, use at the footy corner to a happy new year to everyone. And hopefully yep. we bring you continued good content. Let's go to the, uh, you know, a guy that I've eased up on a bit. Unai Emery. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening.